This is Cashflow Ninja, episode 52, another Wisdom Wednesday. Welcome to the Cashflow Ninja, the podcast empowering and inspiring people to discover how to generate their own income and manage, grow, and protect their own wealth in the new economy. Now, here is your host, MC Laubscher. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Cashflow Ninja. I'm your host, MC Lobsher, and thank you so much for spending some time with me today. I want to start our 52nd show just expressing my gratitude to you listening and making me a part of your day and your week. The reason that this show has been able to reach so many people and been so successful is because of you. You guys subscribing, rating and reviewing, sharing the show with family, co-workers, and people you know on your social network platforms, and by word of mouth. If you're a new listener, welcome and thank you so much for joining me. The message of the show is that our educational institutions like schools and universities really fail to prepare us and teach us the skill sets necessary to generate our own income and create, grow, and manage and protect our own wealth. These educational institutions are outdated in its current structure and form, and it isn't mobile and flexible enough to adapt and react at the speed necessary to prepare us and teach us the skill sets that we're going to need in the information age. Putting the latest computers in a school, guys, doesn't prepare you. What does is teaching someone how to use that computer to create a business on the internet to serve a limitless amount of people in the world. We are taught how to be good workers and employees and work for someone else. Even in business schools you are. I have an MBA, and I can tell you, you learn how to run someone else's business, not really how to create your own business. You're taught how to be dependent in the current education system, dependent on a company and a corporation, then on banking and financial institutions because you blindly hand them your money because you're not taught any financial education in schools or universities. And the little bit of personal finance you do learn is basically from sales pitches from banks and financial institutions. And then you give them your money for 30 to 40 years and and you hope that they will have something left for you when they hand it back to you after 30 or 40 years. You're also really brainwashed beyond repair in the school that you're in, regardless of what country you're in. Most countries have the Prussian school system, which was designed to create patriotic soldiers and workers. That's why you basically recite whatever pledge you recite to the flag of the piece of dirt that you find yourself in, have bells in the schools, lunch breaks, and so forth. We're trained to believe that your government is going to take care of you and keep you safe, and you're going to get all this really great perks, and for that They're going to tax you and basically take half of your money. And people accept this. Guys, you got to wake up. This is financial slavery. The listeners of this show know that this show is about reclaiming your self-ownership. I don't belong to anyone. I own myself and I own my production and my creations. The show is about being self-reliant and independent, being able to take care of yourself and your family and not being dependent on corporations 
banking and financial institutions, and the government. If you think that voting for Donald Trump or Hillary Clinton or Gary Johnson or Jill Stein is going to solve your problems, you're not only going to be very disappointed, but you're also going down with the ship. And if you do believe that your government should take care of you and you're entitled to being taken care of by the government, this is so not your show and you're definitely in the wrong place. If you believe in personal freedom, financial freedom, free markets, free minds, voluntary transactions, not using violence and force against others and their private property, if you believe that your thoughts, words, and actions should be aligned and that you should be ethical at all times, and that you take personal responsibility for your life and are accountable for your actions and results, and if you commit your life to a life of lifelong learning and studying, you are in the right place, and you're part of something really special, and I want you to continue to share this message and wake more people up. I felt it was my duty to wake people up, and it's really become my mission, and I'm extremely, as you can tell, passionate about it. It's important to understand, too, the philosophy and the principles and the values of the show because, guys, psychology and mindset contributes to 80% of the success. 20% of it is tactical. That's where we go deeper into how to become self-reliant by creating your own income and multiple income streams and how you grow your, your business or the assets that you're creating, how to manage it, and how to protect your own wealth. That's when we bring on the cash flow ninjas that share their knowledge in their respective field on how to get tactical and execute. If you're a listener of the show, you know that I believe we are headed into a time unlike any other that we've seen on this planet. It is going to be the greatest time for people that are awake, and it's going to be the worst of times for people that cannot see the reality behind this illusion in front of us. This is the reality. The middle class is basically gone. It's not shrinking. It's basically gone. It almost doesn't exist. You have to let that sink in for a second, guys. Most Americans are one paycheck away from the street. 63% of Americans don't have enough savings to cover a $500 emergency. $100,000 and up is not enough. Even the rich live paycheck to paycheck, says Bloomberg. A third of high earners live paycheck to paycheck. Over 70% of the people you, you consider middle class are living paycheck to paycheck. There is over $1 trillion in student loans, more than credit cards right now. Car loans are at record highs and mortgages. So the people that you think is middle class really is in a lot of debt. They barely are hanging on. I mean... The people with a nice house in a nice neighborhood with cars and whose kids can attend good private schools or good schools, they're barely hanging on. If you consider yourself middle class and if you have your home paid off, your cars paid off, zero debt, and the only investments you have is your 401k, IRA, 403b, some CDs in the bank, and the promise of a pension from like the state teachers, police, or firefighters' pensions to fund your retirement, you're soon going to find out that you could be poor as well. Here's the global reality. All Western governments are broke. Most states and provinces are broke. Towns and municipalities are broke. Pension programs are broke. And as Robert Kiyosaki has said before, you're either going to be rich or poor in this global economy. And 
The good thing is you have a choice. You have to realize there's no job security anymore. You're not going to have a job. Most people's jobs are already gone. They just don't know it. There's no job security. Most of the companies you sell or your company does business with will also be gone. You just don't know it yet. Your 401k, 403b, IRA definitely will not be sufficient for you to retire on. And who knows what could happen in the next financial crisis. The government could nationalize most of your qualified retirement plans anyway. The pensions that you think that you're going to have from your company and state or government program will almost be completely gone by the time you're going to need it. Government Ponzi schemes like all of the social programs, Social Security, Medicare, Medicaid, they're all going to be gone too. I already covered that in a previous episode. But Social Security themselves state in their own reports that they're basically going to be out of money in 2034. So the concept of retirement and your father's or grandfather's retirement is gone. Governments will keep raising the age, too, of of when people can collect their retirement. If you don't believe me, contact anyone in Greece. Most people will die before they collect any social benefits, and most of your money in qualified government-approved retirement accounts will be eventually nationalized by the governments, and some of it stolen by the banking and financial institutions. Your pensions, if you're so lucky to get it out, will not be enough to live on. So you're going to have to have other sources of income. Welfare programs for housing and food are going to be severely cut and disappear because the governments that issue them are broke. Governments and their central banks are going to have to create so much money out of nothing to pay for all of this. So they're going to steal a lot of your purchasing power. So if you live in this illusion that you have security in any way by doing all the things corporations, banking and financial institutions, and the government tells you, you really need to wake up for the future and yourself and your family. And you really need to wake up fast, guys. But if you're listening to this podcast, you are awake. As I've mentioned to you guys before, I think we have another financial crisis on the way, unlike one we've ever seen before. I think we're due for another housing correction. Housing is very much overheated. There's a pension crisis that will keep getting bigger and bigger and bigger. I believe it's already started. And then, of course, a demographic crisis with the baby boomer generation in every country. Now, the perfect storm is about to hit. And the same people that have caused this, corporations, banking and financial institutions and governments and central banks, They're going to be the ones that are going to give you all the solutions like they did in 2008. And that's basically going to be, we're going to steal more of your money and bail out the ruling clause. I see this coming, and that is why I'm stepping up my game, and I'm committed to give everything I have to wake up as many people as humanly possible and try to empower them through the financial education and information we share on this show Knowledge is the new money, guys, and that's why I'm changing the show format, too. I'm now going to up it and do three shows a week. I'm going to do two guest interviews and one self-hosted show by me on Wednesdays, and the schedule for our shows will be Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. So, guys, I am committed. I'm all in. I 
am in the process of finishing an up an ebook, The Money Master's Playbook, Secret Wealth Strategies of the Wealthiest People on the Planet. I've also in the process of completing a checklist that can help you identify opportunities. I'm also finishing up a Cashflow Ninja toolkit, which will contain ideas of how to create income streams from real estate, online business ideas, paper assets, gold and silver, and digital assets. I've updated the resources page. All the resources I've used to build my wealth management firm, Valhalla Wealth Financial, and how do I created and grew and monetized my podcast. They're all in one place on my resources page at cashflowninja.com forward slash resources. And then also I created a page with all of the books recommended by our guests and books that I found valuable and on my journey. And with the partner that I have, Audible, where you can download any audiobook for free, when you try Audible for a month, you can go to this page and see what books you'd like to download and download and listen and learn from that book. I will be sending out a newsletter weekly with premium content starting the week of the 10th of October called the Cashflow Ninja Gashku. On January 1st, 2017, I'm launching Cashflow Ninja Dojo, our global online community. Guys, I am committed to making the rest of 2016 my best three months of my life and health, my relationships, and my wealth. I'm going to work to get in the best shape of my life in the next three months, and I'm going to have meaningful conversations and interactions with friends and family and take my relationship with my wife to the next level, and I'm going to provide as much value as humanly possible through my business and my podcast to grow my income and take that to the next level. There is a lot of problems out there that I've identified in my rant and a lot of dark clouds on the way. But as any other time, this could be the worst time for some people or this could be the best of times for people. You can make that decision. We live in an unbelievable time with unbelievable opportunities. I mean, guys, it is amazing. I am talking to you, recording it on the internet, distributing it through the internet. I have listeners all over the world that have found the Cashflow Ninja podcast and listened to it. That's how amazing this time is that we're living in. Anything is possible in the information age and through the internet. There are amazing things that we can create and we can provide so much value for others through our products and our services and our special skills and talents and our human life value. I think it's time that you make the decision to take action. And it starts with a decision. I made a decision to give everything I have in the next three months. Don't just listen to the show. Take action. Read. Listen to an audiobook. Study. Take a course. Go to a seminar. Join a mastermind. Go on meetup.com to join a group of like-minded people that share the same interests that you have. It's time to get in the best shape you can ever physically, mentally, spiritually, and financially. If you like what you hear on the show and support what I'm trying to create and build here, please share the show with friends and family and share our episodes on social media. And please subscribe, rate, and review the show on iTunes. That way more people can find us. Now let's jump into the meat of today's show. 
Now, Willie Sutton was one of the most notorious bank robbers in the history of the United States. That was, of course, at a time when banks were robbed from the outside, not as we've seen in the last hundred years and more recently from the inside. The Saturday Evening Post reported a conversation between a reporter and Willie Sutton in January 1951 after he was caught. And this is how the conversation was reported. Someone once asked Slick Willie Sutton, the bank robber, why he robbed banks. The question might have uncovered a tale of injustice and lifelong revenge. Maybe a bank foreclosed on the old homestead. Maybe a banker's daughter spurned Sutton for another. Sutton looked a little surprised, as if he'd been asked, why does a smoker light a cigarette? I rob banks because that's where the money is, he said obviously meaning in the most compact form, that eye for the simple essential may be the secret of a singular success. Willie robbed banks because that's where the money is. It really tells us exactly what's going on and what's about to happen in this financial crisis that I've been talking about. There's currently a steady cash flow of money streaming into approximately $24 trillion dollars in qualified retirement funds managed by Wall Street. That's where the money is today. Financial institutions have already sold a fantastic racket to the general public. They want your money, and they want it to come into their hands regularly and consistently. And once they have it, they want to keep it for as long as possible. And when they're forced to give it back to you, they only want to give you back as little as possible. So in 1943, the U.S. government was in need of money to pay for World War II and passed the current Tax Payment Act to withhold taxes from the paychecks from the average worker. Tax withholding has continued, of course, uninterrupted since, and employees have really little control over the amount of income tax withheld from their paychecks. But payroll taxes are fixed and mandated by federal law. The Employee Retirement Income Security Act was passed in 1974. The part of ERISA, as it was called, that established the 401k was amended in 1978. So in 1981, several months after Ted Benner designed his first 401k plan for his employer, the IRS issued proposed regulations on Section 401k that officially sanctioned pre-tax salary reductions. Qualified retirement plans were introduced to employees as pay-deducting contributions directly from paychecks. So by 1943, the U.S. government got paid before you from your own money. And in 1981, with the 401k, now Wall Street got paid before you. So Wall Street and Uncle Sam was paid before the employee ever saw a single cent of his money. Now, and Wall Street already skims a percentage from the increasing pool of $24 trillion. It's more than that by now, but the last time I did check a little bit, it was a little over $24 trillion. And they skim this through their assets under management compensation model. And this is where, of course, where financial firms get paid a percentage of your money regardless of the investment's performance. So whether markets go up, down, or sideways, whether your money goes down and you're losing money, they still get paid a fixed percentage of your portfolio. That's the assets under management model. 
Now, as I mentioned, currently governments, states, provinces, municipalities, cities, towns, social programs, and public and private pension systems are all insolvent. Central banks are insolvent. The banking and financial system is so over-leveraged, it's, it's extremely dangerous at this point. We've seen uh, a lot of things in the news now. Deutsche Bank, of course. Um, we've spoken about Deutsche Bank on the show for uh, since uh, since the show was launched. But uh, a lot of news this week for them. Not only their settlement with the Department of Justice in the United States, but also their derivatives exposures. And that a lot of the big hedge funds are now basically withdrawing a lot of money from Deutsche Bank. They have an enormous derivatives exposure and is extremely over-leveraged. And that's just an example of what I'm talking about. We have also seen the economy of the largest economy in the world struggling to raise interest rates by 25 basis points without threatening to bring down the markets. The Fed guys cannot even raise rates by 25 basis points without everybody freaking out. It, it's, I mean, we're, we're living in extremely interesting times. So when the biggest financial crisis that the world has ever seen becomes a reality, there is no doubt in my mind that the modern bank robbers, governments, banks, and financial institutions will target that giant pool of money. Just think about it. The U.S. government is almost $20 trillion in debt, and there's $24 trillion sitting in, inside that pool of money. Now, many personalities in the media, like Jeff Berwick, that's been a guest on the show, Doug Casey and Peter Schiff, and Gerald Salente has even covered that, that this pool of money will become irresistible to these modern-day bank robbers. The governments in Europe and the United States have already made this really perfectly clear through laws that they have passed. By their deeds, you shall know them. So bail-in provisions are already in place for all the European nations and in the United States through the Dodd-Frank Act. The Dodd-Frank Act has made depositors in banks unsecured creditors and also includes a provision for the FDIC to be utilized along with customers' deposits to recapitalize the banks in case of another financial crisis. So let's just, let's just let that sink in for, for a second. When you go to a bank and deposit money in a bank, you are now loaning that bank your money. You have become a lender to the bank of your capital, and you have become an unsecured lender to them. So that is an enormous change that has occurred through the Dodd-Frank Act. And then the other thing that's in there is the FDIC that is supposed to guaranteed deposits in the bank up to $250,000. Through this act, there's a provision that the FDIC, which is supposed to guarantee all the deposits, will be utilized along with the customer's deposits to recapitalize the banks in case of another financial crisis. So this is very, very big news. This should be news everywhere. If you're listening to the show, you are aware of that. So the the question that I get is, now, MC, how will the modern-day bank robbers steal your retirement funds? Because they're not just going to go in there and take it, right? 
And yeah, I agree with you. They're not just going to go in there and take it. I mean, Wall Street is already skimming it. So how will they do this? Now, President Barack Obama already show really how they will do this by rolling out the MIRA program. Now, the MIRA aims to help Americans save for retirement. Very noble. How, you may wonder. Well, let me explain. Americans loan their retirement savings money to the U.S. government in the form of U.S. government bonds. So this invested money will be paid interest, of course. However, the rate of interest will be lower than the government's official inflation number. And we know the inflation number is fake already. I mean, it's extremely doctored. And the rate that they're going to pay you for a return of investing in government bonds of a country that's $19 trillion, almost $20 trillion in debt, will be lower than the rate of inflation. So basically, these bonds guarantee that you will lose money if you compare it to the government's official inflation rate. You're loaning money to an institution that is close to $20 trillion almost in debt. And by its own fake manipulated numbers, they tell you that they're going to lose money. Where do I sign up? You know, and responding to the critics peddling fiction and spitting political hot air, uh, President Obama did assure people that the Myra accounts are for, in quote, people who aren't saving and who have a fear of losing their principal. You're going to lose your principal already by losing the purchasing power of the money that's invested in these bonds because you're not keeping up with inflation. Now, when the next crisis hits, Wall Street will definitely get paid first this time by transferring the majority, in my opinion, of the $24 trillion in that pool of retirement funds to them by betting against the market, of course, and products in qualified retirement plans and pension programs. Again, by their deeds, you shall know them. Just like Goldman Sachs bet against the products they sold their clients in the last crisis. Now, remember, it's a zero-sum game in the markets. Somebody makes money and somebody loses money. So if the markets go down and they go down a lot quicker than what they go up, people still make money. There's buyers and sellers, guys. So who do you think made all the money in the last crisis? There were fortunes made. Just like I pointed out, Goldman Sachs made a bank really betting against the products that they were selling their own clients. So like every government program, this Myra, of course, is guaranteed to grow into a monster. So I think when the next crisis unfolds, the government will then mandate a portion of what's left. Say if there's a downturn of 30%, maybe just 30%, which will happen at some stage. It just It's impossible to get, for it to go on like the way it's going on right now. 50% of that will be transferred over to Wall Street. And the rest, a portion of what's left, you're going to be mandated to invest a portion of your retirement funds in, in government bonds for your own safety, of course. And, of course, you'll be patriotic to do so and, and all that stuff. It'll be a solution basically to the crisis created by the same bandits that were part of the cause. And just like with the last financial crisis, people will be in so much shock. They will eat up all the propaganda and flags and ribbons that comes with the sales pitch of moving these funds 
of your portfolio into government bonds for your safety and security. Now, two more bills have been proposed on the floor of the U.S. Congress and in the Senate in the last 12 months. So this will just give you an indicator of what their thinking is like and where this is going. The one is called the Secure, Accessible, Valuable, Efficient, Universal Pension Accounts Act or Save Up Accounts Act. And this Save Up Accounts Act will mandate that certain employers, businesses, and small businesses in the United States contribute to a fixed amount of money per employee into a national retirement fund. Employers that are already paying into the Social Security will contribute to this plan based on the wage that they're paying their employees. And on the floor of the U.S. Senate, the American Savings Account, another government retirement savings vehicle, has been proposed. Now, as I said, these proposals really just expose the direction that the government will move towards solving um, you know, the imminent financial and retirement crisis that's coming. Willie Sutton stunned reporters with a simplistic answer to why he robbed banks. It's where the money is. If your money is where all the money is currently, you're guaranteed to part with the majority of it. Now, again, there are strategies and vehicles available to reposition and diversify your assets out of this outdated and broken system and that are out of modern bank robbers' reach. And I encourage you guys, as always, please do, do your own research, fact-check everything I say, and form your own opinion. And I encourage you guys to please take action in the next three months. I've made my commitment. <laughs> Obviously, you know about it. I've said it on my podcast. It's out there now. And uh, I hope you guys join with me in taking action in the next three months and making the next three months the best three months of our lives. Thanks so much again for spending some time with me today. That's our show. Until next time, live a life of passion and purpose on your terms. You have been listening to the Cashflow Ninja with your host, MC Laubscher, the podcast empowering and inspiring people to discover how to generate their own income and manage, grow, and protect their own wealth in the new economy. Today's show notes and resources are available on our website, CashflowNinja.com. This presentation is for educational and informational purposes only. The information being presented and considered does not consider your particular financial objectives or situation, and it does not make personalized recommendations. This material is not intended to replace the advice of a qualified tax and legal advisor or other qualified professionals, and you should not use the information in place of a customized consultation with a licensed professional regarding your specific personal financial objective, situation, and needs. We believe the information provided is reliable, but we do not guarantee its accuracy, timeliness, or completeness. 